This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Elon Musk says he would reverse Twitter's decision to ban Trump. Former president thought China was behind hurricanes in US. And DeSantis signs bill to teach students about victims of communism. It's Wednesday, May 11. I'm Anthony Davis. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, said Twitter would reverse its ban of former President Donald Trump if his purchase of the social media company goes through, signalling just how permissive the platform could become toward hate speech under his ownership. Speaking virtually at an auto conference, the Tesla CEO said on Tuesday that Twitter's ban of Trump following the January 6 insurrection at the US Capitol was a morally bad decision and foolish in the extreme. I think that it was a mistake because it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. Musk has repeatedly criticized Twitter's content moderation decisions, including banning Trump for incitement of violence, but had mostly avoided saying what he would do about Trump's account. If Musk is concerned that many people were upset that Trump was banned, he should see how many more people would be upset if Trump was not banned, said Kirsten Martin, a professor of technology ethics at the University of Notre Dame. Musk only appears to be worried about the opinion of a small group of individuals who incite violence or perpetuate hate speech. While Trump was president, his Twitter persona functioned as a mix of policy announcements, often out of the blue, fascist denigration of the media, disparagement of women, minorities, and his perceived enemies and praise for his supporters. He fired numerous officials on Twitter, and his posts, like his speeches at rallies, were a torrent of misinformation. In announcing its ban of Trump in 2021, Twitter said his tweets amounted to glorification of violence when read in the context of the Capitol riot and planned circulating online for future armed protests around the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. At the beginning of Donald Trump's presidency, the former commander-in-chief had a pressing question for his national security aides and administration officials. Does China have the secret technology, a weapon even, to create large man-made hurricanes and then launch them at the United States? And if so, would this constitute an act of war by a foreign power? And could the US retaliate militarily? Then President Trump repeatedly asked about this, according to two former senior administration officials and a third person briefed on the matter. 
This factually impossible line of inquiry from Trump, which has not been previously reported, was merely one instance in an administration overflowing with rampantly absurd conspiracy theory-powered ideas and policy proposals, many of which were ignored or shot down, thus avoiding additional atrocities. Last week, it was revealed that Trump's former Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, wrote in his new memoir that his ex-boss wanted to attack Mexico with missiles during peacetime between the two nations and then try to pin the blame on another country. Despite leaving office in disgrace, Trump has continued on as the undisputed leader of the Republican Party and by far its most popular and influential national figure. He is currently the clear favourite to win the 2024 GOP presidential nomination should he ultimately decide to launch another campaign for president. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's Don't Say Gay law has banned discussions of gender identity and sexual preference in many classrooms, alongside dozens of math textbooks blocked for prohibited topics. Now, the Republican, who has loudly condemned what he sees as the indoctrination of young people, has made another subject compulsory. Students must receive at least 45 minutes instruction every November about the victims of communism. In a ceremony on Monday at Miami's iconic Freedom Tower, where tens of thousands of Cuban immigrants fleeing Fidel Castro's revolution were admitted into the U.S., DeSantis signed into law House Bill 395, designating 7th of November as Victims of Communism Day. Florida is one of a handful of states to adopt the designation, but is believed to be the first to mandate school instruction on that day. DeSantis, mispronouncing the name of the revolutionary leader Che Guevara as Che Kafara, railed against students who wear T-shirts he said were oblivious about what communism represented. While it's fashionable in some circles to whitewash the history of communism, Florida will stand for truth and will remain as a beachhead for freedom, DeSantis said. Educators in Florida are banned, however, from teaching students about racial issues, including the history of American slavery, if it makes them feel uncomfortable, according to DeSantis's recently signed Stop Woke Act. DeSantis, seen as a frontrunner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, has waged war on perceived wokeness and transgender ideology in Florida's campuses and workplaces in recent months. In January, DeSantis refused to condemn Nazi demonstrators on the streets of Orlando. Instead, he claimed people calling for him to condemn Nazis were trying to smear him. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. A news story gets shared by a friend on social media, or you catch a tweet that really makes your blood boil. But how do you separate fact from fiction? 
That's the premise behind Disinformation, a 10-part series from Evergreen Podcasts and Emergent Risk International coming this fall. Tune in to Disinformation wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, don't believe everything you read.